0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, myself and Ashley Coffin are going to talk about some feedback. All that right of this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll,
1: and I'm Ashley Coffin.
0: Ashley, my friend, you, you want to talk about some Marvel
1: things? Yeah, let's do it. It's good to be I back.
0: Yeah, it is good to be back. Just a note it's been up a top. We were supposed to drop an episode on February first, which was yesterday, about the new Patreon. Me and Jeff recorded an episode. It has like a big explainer at the top about the new Patreon and stuff. But Patreon is being a jerk, and it's it's like. It's not our fault, but Patreon is, has, has the thing that's messed up, and it, the whole point of this was to make the Patreon less confusing, and right now it's way more confusing because of the way that <laughs> Patreon's working, so we will let you guys know as soon as it's cleared up, and I'm hoping it'll be ASAP, because the whole point was to kind of like start over this uh, this month with like a brand new Patreon, and yeah, it's not letting us. <laughs> um, so we'll be doing that very, very soon.
1: Stay tuned, TBD. Stay tuned. Hang in there, guys.
0: Tibid. Tibbet. We're going to talk about, just some feedbacks here. We have um, Simon Polzer, one of our patrons. Woo-woo! Speak of the angels. Um, Hello, Panda Overlords. Been a (laughs) long-time listener, but it's my first time writing in. Uh, Now to the point of this email. I love that. Love that, like, quick, like. First first time. time Now to the point. Long time, first time. Long time, first time. Point here. Uh, and Favorite
1: kind of emails.
0: Wasted all the time that he saved. Right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Recently, I was listening to your Jeremy Renner episode and heard you say that it could have put a Moon Knight reference. They could have put a Moon Knight reference in Thor Love and Thunder. But I just wanted to inform you guys that there actually is a reference. It's when Thor names some of the great gods that live in Omnipotent City. <laughs> Omnipotent City. He mentions Ra, who is the Egyptian god of the sun, and I would say connects it to Moon Knight. Interesting. That's fair. And I quickly want to say that I can't believe that Daredevil Born Again is coming out next spring. Oh, me too. Can't wait. Thanks for the amazing podcast. Love you all 3000. Extra love to Jeremy Renner.
1: Absolutely. I didn't get to talk about any of that Jeremy Renner stuff
0: yeah it's wild man that was
1: crazy listen this is why i don't i don't shovel i don't live anywhere no i do (laughs) live it there's tons of snow here but i don't deal with it you gotta stay away listen you're lucky the south no snow you got nato's you got tornadoes
0: we do get nato's from time to time no snow (laughs) love
1: you jeremy good luck baby
0: for real for real love you yeah. Yeah, okay, so Simon brings up a great point here. I did, I did not catch that Ra was mentioned, um, but yes, that is the uh, Egyptian sun god. Uh, so, yeah, the, that pantheon was mentioned. Uh, I did think that, like, we could get some... Re- like, I think we were hoping for a closer tie together. Like, the idea that... um I don't know these different gods we're trying to get out. I wanted to see like Gore actually face off with some of these gods that we met yeah. or Gore like, the
1: God Butcher didn't butcher many gods that I th- saw.
0: These gods that we all met. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't. Oh, good.
0: <laughs> Golf that. That was funny. Yeah, I think there's a big I mean there's a big problem with that movie for for me and you particularly. That the like, But I just it's just the fact that
1: we know that they filmed scenes where he killed more people and then they were taken yes. from us. Exactly. Because everybody complained about Multiverse of Madness and they got scared. Who said that? Who yeah. said
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I agree completely. <laughs> I think you're totally right. And I mean, it's, it's sort of their, it's, it's their fault though. Like they plan to have two of the darkest movies in a row, you know? Like, it's true. Like, it, I think that those two movies could have existed if they'd like space them out with like, put if they'd put like whatever- uh, something in between them. Uh, but th- this that's year, true. I mean, this year they've got two of the darkest horror element uh, Marvel movies, and then they've got the one about grief. Like it's a dark year for Marvel movies.
1: They're just trying to get everybody through it because we're all still sad about losing our favorite heroes.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's the whole face for all
1: going through the grief.
0: The grief, indeed. Um, okay. Up next, we got Todd Fitzhugh. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll do another general Ant-Man slash feedback episode before the film comes out. But on a lighter note, I was just wondering if Luis and the gang had been confirmed to appear in this film. And if if so, what role might they have? Keep up the good work, as always.
1: I don't think I've seen them in a single trailer. And I didn't look up the IMDb because I don't like spoilers.
0: They haven't been in any of the trailers, but I would bet like 99% sure they're going to be in it
1: yeah it'd be upsetting if they weren't
0: yeah and it's the end of this like trilogy of movies that this director uh, you know made and like i just don't think they're going to like completely ignore such a large part of the ant-man story which is like louise and friends <laughs> uh, i don't think they're going to go to the quantum realm so i don't think they're going to be a part of a large chunk of the movie but i think someone's least- got to bring them back That's true. That's true. (laughs) Uh, That's that's really true. What if we do get like flashes? See, I was thinking once we get to the quantum realm, we're just going to be in the quantum realm, which seems like the way the movie is shot. But I could kind of see uh, like a B plot line <laughs> where Luis and friends are like trying to hook up whatever Hank Pym has sent them some message to try oh to get them to God. do something. Could you
1: imagine them trying to figure out the technology?
0: Exactly. Like them <laughs> plugging the wrong thing into the wrong thing. Maybe they call Bruce Banner or something. I don't know. Like whatever. Like yes, they could be doing crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Let's put Bruce and Scar uh, together again in like a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? It'd be really funny if they gave Scar like another stand in the background moment. Like, it'd be so. Hey guys, piss so many people off. I feel like. <laughs> um, but Get yeah, over I, it. Oh, you think you think they'll show up?
1: Who Scar and Bruce?
0: No, no, no. I'm sorry. The the Louise Louise and friends, the yes. other criminals.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah me do. too,
0: me too. I don't think Scar and Bruce will show up. Just for yeah, for for good measure. Let me say, I don't think that's actually gonna happen. <laughs> uh, man, We're just having a good time in the episode that me and Jeff did about Ant Man. Uh, it was it was another like Ant Man Quantum Mania just discussion, uh, and mostly about Kang and like, It is. <laughs> it's just like we get so far down the rabbit hole where we're talking about theories and one theory ends up informing another theory that informs another theory and it like by the end it's these traductions of theories that like the only evidence we have for the next theory is that our other theory is true and it's not like it's just it's like, it got really deep and like nope this is a bad this was bad I actually theorizing i miss
1: that because i miss being the voice of reason <laughs> <laughs> What is going on?
0: (laughs) We we all think we're the voice of reason.
1: (laughs) I know, it's true, it's true.
0: No, I'm just kidding. None of us think Jeff are the voice of reason.
1: No, none of Uh, us. (laughs) (laughs) He'll never hear
0: that. So, So, no, he won't. He won't at all
1: don't tell him listeners you guys yeah. got to stop doing it. remember when everybody used to go tell Jeff everything that we were saying you guys got to stop doing that
0: no I, like yeah just don't you guys keep it a secret let's like let's yeah, keep sh- a whole sh- let's keep a whole like secrets <laughs> from Jeff uh, catalog because he doesn't listen
1: to the guests.
0: that's what we'll do and we should like put <laughs> we should put all our secrets from Jeff in like a in like its own episode
1: <laughs> just all the oh times. my god They oh, call it Festivus <laughs> he would appreciate that <laughs>
0: <laughs> eventually send it to Jeff Jeff here's all the times we've been like making fun of you <laughs> behind your back for the last four years <laughs> just give him like a yearly Yo, episode if
1: somebody does that cut you get to be on the Patreon hundred level thing for a year for free <laughs> courtesy yeah. of me I'll pay for it <laughs> Oh yeah, with, with like a with a uh, GoFundMe <laughs>
0: I promise this. I must go for me. What she's talking about is we added a, which they, they won't know yet because we haven't talked about it yet on the cast, but uh, uh, we added a $100 level to the Patreon, $100 a month, like to, to we'll any- will do
1: literally anything you want.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, no, I don't know if you kidding. should- No, I don't know if you should say that, Ashley. We <laughs> might get some weird emails. I know. If there's any rich benefactors who want to support the podcast at a crazy level, we want to give them that opportunity. If you want
1: me to mail you something random for my house every month for the next year, $100. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> U.S. <She will>. only. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, Australia, I don't have that kind of money. Uh, if you pay for shipping, totally back on the board.
0: <laughs> all right, I like it, I like it. Uh, okay, up I'm next. just trying to declutter. <laughs> Good, good. Um, that seems that seems like a good way to convince people to take so your trash. cool
1: stuff. My stuff is
0: please, cool. Please pay me $100 a month to take my trash.
1: <laughs> Maria Kondo told me that's the way to do it.
0: Yeah, that's. I think <laughs> that is in that uh, Maria Kondo documentary. I just yeah.
1: saw an article. She was like, I'm living a messy life now because it's how it makes me feel better to live inside. I was like, you traitor. You told all these people. What to do? And you're like, now I like mess.
0: <sighs> That's someone who obsessed over cleanliness too long, and they made had to, a like, lot of money. My- yeah, well, like, yeah, her brain exploded. Yeah, her brain exploded. Exactly. I'm gonna
1: throw this sock here, and I'm gonna <laughs> leave this dish here. She's like Macaulay Coke, and like, "Hey, I left dishes in the sink. Is anyone gonna come and stop me? You know what I mean?
0: These crumbs spark joy. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Maria. I know I'm
1: on, I'm on your I'm on your time. Like, your team. Whatever you want to do, I'm with you. I support you. Clean, untidy, whatever. Everything, everywhere, all at once.
0: That's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, Oh, speaking of, we should mention, uh, me and you started tonight recording the Oscars episodes for Bingers.
1: Yes, join us again. We're going deeper this year.
0: Yeah, we're going to try to go as deep as possible and cover all the best picture nominees and hopefully all the best actor and actress nominees as well. And director. Um, which is yeah. all
1: the same categories. Yeah,
0: it's all the same categories. So, so, But those four categories, we're hoping to cover all the movies. which is like, I don't know, 15, 16 movies over like yeah. seven weeks. So we're going yeah, to we do our best. Listen, we got this.
1: I watch, I'm a. we watch all of them.
0: We yeah. can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We always find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way.
0: Mm-hmm. Life finds a way. Uh, okay. Boop. Up next, Richard Cook from Tyree in Scotland. Oh, no. Woo! did not, why didn't, not you sign,
1: why didn't you send this in as an audio clip?
0: That's right. You know she likes to thirst over Return. the uh, over the Scottish boys. <laughs> uh, he says, "See, I I'm, I'm just I'm not Jeff. I want to do it. I, should I try?" Love is the podcast and signed up for the Patreon. No. See, we, that was wrong.
1: <laughs> marker.
0: <laughs> Hello. Marker, delete that. By the way, when we say marker it means delete that. And so if you hear someone say marker it's because I I didn't listen to them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, do it then. Yeah, you do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Love the podcast and signed up for the Patreon. So, thanks for all you do. Very good. <laughs> My question is, what of Phase 1, 2, and 3 were you most disappointed in and felt like the biggest letdown for you and the panel uh, you have on today? Oh, that was nice. That was nice. This is a big it.
1: question. The panel
0: you have on today. Uh, for me, it was Thor of the Dark World. It's, it's got better with repeated viewings, but was weakest to me in the Infinity Saga. Love you three thousand. I love, I love you three thousand. Three thousand. <laughs> I
1: love you. Three thousand. Always Yeah. Have. <laughs> Always have. Always <laughs>
0: will.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scotland. You know how much I love you.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Richard, I had to try, because Jeff's not here, and I felt like I had to try. It's
1: been such a long time.
0: Yeah, I know. We haven't done nearly as many accents, because Jeff hasn't been around as much. Um God. Thor The Dark World's a great call for the be- biggest disappointment. Um, I'm going to go with a personal disappointment of mine. Iron Man and... 3? No, I love Iron Man 3.
1: Oh, wait, that's you.
0: That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jeff, Jeff didn't like Iron Man three, and I didn't like Thor: of The Dark World, which I do think is the worst movie of Phase uh, one, two, and three. I think Thor: of The Dark World is the worst movie. Mm, to me, it's like, well, yeah, I think it's the worst. It's kind of tied a little bit with a uh, Hulk, but Hulk, like
1: Edward Norton Hulk. Hulk,
0: yeah, Edward Norton Hulk,
1: yeah. Um,
0: but it has uh, what's the Abomination's name? Tim Roth. Yeah, but what's his name and thing? You know, like the character name. Adrian. No. Uh. It's
1: a Blabowski?
0: Lebowski? I
1: say words until it sounds right.
0: I think it's Big Lebowski.
1: It's Big Lebowski. It's yeah. Adrian Toomes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, can't, why can't I think? He's like one of my favorite characters in the whole MCU, and I can't remember his name right now. Okay, it's okay. Uh Tim Roth in uh, in Hulk makes it, makes it above Thor The Dark World for me. But my biggest disappointment, which is what he asked, is Ant-Man, because Edgar Wright left. And I know there's no way to know if that movie would have been better. Oh, that's
1: so true. That's yeah. a good that's a good call it's my biggest i love
0: edgar wright me too edgar wright makes some of the best action sequences he the way he infuses music i feel like it would have been like on guardian's tier of like how stylish and interesting that movie would have been yeah um and and instead ant-man is a good serviceable movie which i like it it's nowhere near the bottom of the pile for me but it's like not it's most disappointing So yeah, what about you? What's your most disappointing thing in Phase uh, One, Two, and Three?
1: I mean, it has—it's literally what we did. Like honestly, yeah, Hulk for sure. Mm. Um, and I love Edward Norton, which is why it was so sad. I'll say it all the time.
0: Yeah, thinking back on it, at the time the MCU wasn't really a thing yet, so it was like I was excited for a Hulk movie, and I love Edward Norton, so I was like really excited at that time. And then
1: Emil Blonsky.
0: Thank you, right? Like you said, the Big Lebowski. Um, That's that was <laughs> it. You were close. You weren't far. Oh, no. <laughs> Goodness, how God. did we not get get there until now? Goddammit! Um, good job, good job. You did good. You also like <laughs> completely destroyed my ears by screaming. I'm
1: so sorry.
0: It's okay. I'm just teasing. It's fine. Um, I'm just wondering how you, how the how the rest of the pandas out there. how many sorry, of them have guys, their hearing sorry. left? Sorry, <laughs> she got very. It excited. was an
1: information outburst.
0: <laughs> it's like you know do you
1: know how well my thing back to everyone listening right now is how loud were all of you screaming emil blonsky
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: Your steering wheels or quietly clenching your teeth at work listening on a podcast <laughs> or
0: blonsky, you, you know what's idiots. terrible half <laughs> of the people will email us well, not half the people a lot of people will email <laughs> us the answer because they didn't wait the five minutes it took us to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> I was that was another one of those I, was, I would have looked it up and cut it, but I really liked the Big Lebowski joke. Like that's all. That's why I decided to God, I was leave like, it in.
1: Well, so when I'm trying to figure out names of things, I'm always almost there. So I just start to yell out everything that sounds like it, and Ken and I together can usually get yep. there.
0: That's that's the that's the thing, man.
1: Shamil Safansky.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I like everything else. I really do. I said that Ant Man and the Wasp was my least watched one and that is because i do end up watching uh iron man three more because uh my husband likes the iron man movies and i like to watch that one around christmas and thor the dark world honestly loki thor everybody i've said it a million times the costumes the hair everybody looks fantastic in that movie so it's simply eye candy
0: can't blame a girl it's a beautiful movie
1: even natalie looks fab (laughs)
0: <laughs> so mean. The thing that's tough about that movie is my favorite parts of it are the parts they take back later. My favorite parts of it are the development of Loki. Like, that movie's yeah. really focused oh, on the development of Oh, you do turn it off of after
1: they kill Loki. I turn it off right there.
0: <laughs> I turn off the whole MCU. And then at that I point. fast yeah. forward
1: it to the cutscene.
0: <laughs> yeah. I fast forward it to the, uh, the moment Thanos kills him. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I think that's the thing for me, and it seems similar for you, is when a great creator that I really love is announced for a movie that I really want to see, and then that movie is disappointing, it's really sad for me. Um I w- you know, I one thing that I'm disappointed about in phase one, two, and three and going forward, and especially now that he's he's fairy canceled, I'm sad that uh uh Joss Whedon. Uh like they, they, they got rid it's of Joss so Whedon. True. Yeah, all the creators that kind of left over like our tour visions versus uh you know the studio interference or whatever like i think that studio interference is what's made the mcu work so tightly and cohesively but a lot of my favorite movies are the ones where like you know i i love both of the first two avengers movies like i love them
1: and everyone like you you love buffy you love firefly it's just a shame though joss whedon had to turn out to be such a fucking royal piece of shit like i mean it sucks to say right. it that way but like art aside and we always have this conversation i can be like you belong in this box over here and you suck yep. but i love your body of work because it it's so much more than him
0: agreed he he and i, I really loved his first two avengers movies and so it Bums me out that we'll never get another uh, outing from him in the universe because he did the
1: one thing that we used to talk about so much that I'm excited to talk about when we do our rewatch. Is he he took the Avengers and put them in like regular scenes? Like one of my favorite scenes of all of the Infinity Saga is them talking around the table, a little drunk, about who could pick up Thor's hammer. I love that scene, I love that entire party scene.
0: Yep the shawarma scene you know what i mean like just (laughs) like getting giving them the moment these moments to be real people are some of the most entertaining and memorable moments we have
1: even the scenes at barton's house you know what romanoff
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) there's so many great moments like that and that's something that joss whedon's always done really well and it makes me sad that we don't get that more in the universe um, because most of these movies if they're having a conversation in the room, it's like they'll have one little line that's sort of like, hey, you're looking good, or you're doing this, or doing that. Like, But then it immediately goes to like, don't talk to me about personal stuff. We have to talk about the fate of the universe. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just, like, like, just, just chill <laughs> for a minute. It. Let, that's give why me a I've scenes. always like
1: Rocket, because I feel like that character, no matter how you write him, it is a James Gunn character, but he always can bring in the fun and that like, Jokes that you do get, mm. like e- even my like my favorite part of Endgame. I swear, my favorite scene in Endgame is when Tony finally gets the the glove together, and then Rocket's like, "Boo!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like he could have <laughs> just. Amazing.
1: Uh, and the way that he looks at him, I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the humor that we all love that matches up with the drama and all the tenseness that we're feeling from all the things that are happening, but." Joss yeah. Whedon was able to do that, and so can James Gunn, and the Russos, apparently, you know, they, they've they been right. able to do it. Not as well, and I love the Russos, please don't come for me, but they haven't been able to do it as well as Whedon or Gunn.
0: hmm I agree. I agree. And Rockets is an interesting case, because he is so nihilistic mm-hmm. that he, like handle those moments of like craziness and he's just not worried about it he's like yeah. he seems so like the world's gonna end we're about to snap this thing we don't know what's gonna do like we all may die but i'm gonna make a joke in this moment
1: <laughs> you're only a genius in your universe
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly um okay let's see what this next one is david osterman says hey there my panditos
1: oh buenos well, yes. dias
0: I was recently listening to a feedback episode, and Matt and Jeff were discussing Guardians 3. I love the discussion, but I don't think Quill could ever go dark. His character has this childlike nature, always growing up, wanting to be a hero. All he's ever wanted was family, and to feel loved, and to be cool. (laughs) I could see Groot and Rocket surviving, and rag forming a new guardians with maybe some new members. Uh, I hate to think this, but with Quill that emotional, I would assume it had something to do with an almost dead Gamora. Ooh, that's interesting. I haven't, again? I haven't heard that I haven't heard that theory. Uh yeah, nobody that's true. wants to talk about that. <laughs> that's true. Her dying again would be rough. Um or something with his newly realized sister, Mantis. Ooh, that's, that's a good point, too. That I mean, any help. of the Guardians are going to be, like, put him in a really bad emotional place.
1: Yeah, he loves them all. Yeah. That's why I like Guardians so much, because as someone who relies on Bound family as their mm-hmm. main family, I understand all of what Peter Quo goes
0: through. Yes, 100%. Like that's a, Those movies are about found family, and it's just really beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I'm right there with you. I can also see Quill making the sacrifice for his family in this movie. Oh,
1: that could be a real possibility. I didn't even yeah. think about that.
0: Well, also, like, with him screaming over someone's bedside like that and, like, freaking out, like, I could see that definitely being a moment. You know, we saw in the first Guardians when someone took his tape recorder, and he, like, goes... Mm-hmm insanely goes into the back into the kiln and like shoots a bunch of people to retrieve his his uh, tape recorder you could definitely see quill getting like really angry about something real some a a character that he's losing and like going all out on somebody like that
1: i really hope james gunn isn't isn't here to just like rip all our hearts out and take like several like if i lose if i lose star lord rocket and Drax, all in one movie. Right. I am not gonna like our episode about that is gonna be you guys trying to get me to stop sobbing between talking.
0: Yeah, I can't see them doing that. I think I don't think we'll lose. I don't everybody. trust
1: James gun He's over there in that DC universe being a turncoat. Right. Whatever. He's gonna go out on a bang.
0: Yeah, he's going to go out on a bang and, like, sabotage the rest of the Guardians movies. Like, can't have Guardians movies without Guardians! Well, (laughs) Well, you
1: can have a Guardians movie now with new Guardians, and he has to end this one.
0: And he's going to
1: rip our hearts
0: out. Yep. And then we see a little boy with a Guardians uh, ring or something sweeping a floor outside of a stable. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? It's really last Jedi when it's like the Jedi thing. Okay. Anyway...
1: (laughs) That's, you can't bring up Star Wars references. It's
0: like the new generation of the Guardians. Anyway, whatever. Like they inspire a generation of new Guardians.
1: I get it. Uh, <laughs> you were so close to a really good Star Wars reference. <laughs> you listen, do it better, young Padawan. I f- I <laughs> Matthew Fox would be very proud.
0: <laughs> it was a pretty solid. It was a pretty freaking solid Star so Wars solid. reference.
1: Okay, I didn't get it, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Um, I can also see Quill making the sacrifice for his family in this movie, but also can see a potential happy ending retirement as well. Uh, But I can also see Adam Warlock, Gamora, maybe Nebula, maybe Mantis, forming the group that would uh, become the Infinity Watch. Mm, Interesting. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of opportunity for a new Guardians as well as a Watch. Uh, I wonder if we'll see Moondragon show up or maybe a Nova or some Eternals uh, that might round out the cosmic teams here. I feel like Gamora and Warlock will be a centerpiece of the story. Anyway, uh, this feels to me as the end of the story is only a new beginning for some great new teams going forward. I look forward to hearing any discussion about it with great love, strength, and responsibility.
1: <laughs> I'd wonder how much, uh, how much longer. Uh, what's her face? Who plays Gamora? Is going to be in the MCU?
0: It sounds like she's very done, but part of that is I've been hearing her talk a lot about how she doesn't want to do these big tentpole movies anymore. She's been, you know, she's between she's been Star been in Trek, all of them. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Between Star Trek, MCU, and uh, Avatar, she is. Uh, exhausted <laughs> if
1: anybody like, go see Columbiana. if no one's seen a movie with her where she hasn't done this Columbiana was amazing so right. we saw she's Donna is in crazy gift. makeup
0: she's a color of a human being <laughs> not bright blue or bright green
1: but yeah i mean i agree with a lot of what he's saying but i don't know about the last part i feel like the new guardians are going to be a lot of newer people with maybe one one or two, like maybe Groot. Like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know.
0: And I'm not familiar with the Infinity Watch. I would assume that would be something that was watching the Infinity Stones or something, kind of like the Illuminati. But I, I, I can't imagine them bringing back the Infinity Stones. I think we're, maybe, done. we're done.
1: We're done with the Infinity stuff. It's I it's so time too. to let it go.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: If they don't let it go, we won't let it go.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: still not ready to let it go. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's about all the feedback we have here in the in the hopper. We have some good feedback. uh, Been keeping up with feedback. Oh, people listening for your feedback. So I had to send out messages to the Patreon patrons this week about this Patreon debacle and trying to fix it. Uh, And when I did that, it it undid all the like. I have. I no longer see what feedback we had in the patreon that was unread i think it was only one or two but if you have recently in the last couple weeks sent patreon feedback uh it got lost in the shuffle of me sending out 140 messages and (laughs) i tried to go through them but i still can't find where the feed i know there was a couple people who sent feedback this week so feel free to send that in again if you got anything you want to say before quantum mania especially which is two weeks away
1: Woo! it's gonna be all three of us back together again
0: that's right cannot wait
1: and we are me all too. over the country,
0: <laughs> every yeah,
1: time we're... zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Every time zone we is rep represented. Wait, Who? there's one more, right? There's because he's two well, hours away. Well, so Mountain Time
1: and Central Time are like the same.
0: Well, no, but he's two hours ahead. So there's one more. He's hour three in the hours middle. from from you. Two hours from me. Oh, which yeah. Which means there's at least one more in the middle there. Mountain
1: Time. anyway, back to Marvel. We don't know what the hell we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> We have been podcasting for years, and we cannot get our sh- our stuff together when it comes to the Central Eastern uh, Middle Time.
0: Yeah. Eastern Time, Central Time, Mountain Time, and Pacific Time. So we need a Mountain Time host.
1: Our Ant-Man live on Twitch will probably be around 930 Eastern, I would say.
0: That, Look for I, it around 30 uh,
1: 10 Eastern.
0: Yeah, it's going to be later this time because we're waiting on Jeff to be able to watch it. So Thursday night uh, when Ant-Man comes out, we'll be on, but it'll be kind of late. I am
1: going to have many coffees in my system.
0: That is a good idea. Um All right, guys, well, we'll be back soon. Check us out on Bingers doing... Uh, All the Oscar stuff we mentioned earlier. Check out Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater uh, with Ashley Coffin and uh, Bill Bria talking about some horror movies. And uh, we'll be back soon uh, with the MCU cast. Peace.
1: Until next time, true believers.